Today we're front porching with Mrs. Mary Thompson. Ms. Thompson, can you tell me just in a few sentences a little bit about yourself? I've lived in this community for 64 years. I came to the community as a teenager and I got married. This is my family's home. And so I decided to stay uh, after my parents both became invalids. I stayed with them and uh, I got married. My husband, well, he moved into the community with, with us and we raised our children here. We have, between my husband and myself, we have five children, mm. one deceased. But all of our children were raised right here in this community and they bonded with the neighbor's children and they all just had a grand time. Tell me a little bit about the Civic League, um, what it is and why it started. Well, we started in 1993. And the reason being that at that time, Better Housing Coalition had come into the community and they were looking at certain areas because they had a mission. They wanted to provide affordable homes for, uh, for families. And we happened to go, in fact, I and a couple of the other ladies decided that we would go to the meeting at Mount Olivet Church one night. And after hearing what their mission was to come in and to give services and to help rebuild a community, well, we just knew that it was time for us to do something too because at that time, our community had become blighted, I should say between 70 and 85% blight. And we knew that if we were gonna to continue to live here, we could not let the community go down completely. And so as a result of that, well, I just believe that from a higher source, I received the revelation to get some people together and form a civic league. And I know that it was the right thing to do because it went just like clockwork. And so that's why New Vision was formed, to partner with Better Housing Coalition so that we could start rebuilding the community where we live because if we were gonna live here, it did not make sense for the community to just go down completely. Mm -hmm. And then, and I know I could, that was not acceptable to me. Mm -hmm. And so that's why we formed New Vision Civic League. And the persons who joined the Civic League, they were members already of the community, had been here for quite some time. So some of them saw some things that I had not seen in the community. So we just put our ideas together. We bonded together and said, this is what we shall do. Mm -hmm. And that's what we did. And that was in 1993, October 1993. Wow. Mm -hmm. So you've been involved with New Visions for a while. Well, <laughs> let's put it like this. Yeah. <laughs> that's a good thing. What's one of let's your- Let's put uh... it like this. <laughs> I've been president since 1993. <laughs> well, I'm hoping that uh, 
with the new neighbors coming in and new members coming to the Civic League. We are on the verge of getting some new officers mm -hmm. and and that's a good thing. Mm -hmm. You're ready to pass the torch. Well, I am ready to pass <laughs> it and I, whoever will pick up the mantle is all right with me. Mm -hmm. And I said to one of the young residents, I spoke to him last week and he said to me, he said, well, when we get a new president, what are you going to do? You going to leave us? And I said, I'm just like God. I'll never leave you. <laughs> I'll always be with you. And that's, and I will be. Yeah. I will be here. I'll do whatever I can do to assist in the organization because I believe in the organization. And um, I'm going to give it my all in all as long as I have health and strength to do so because I love it. Mm -hmm. And you've always cared a lot about yeah. the community. What's one of the things when you think back in your time with New Visions, uh, what is one of the things you feel like you, the Civic Association was able to accomplish that you're particularly proud of? Well, when we formed the Civic League, and as I said, we wanted to rebuild the uh, community. And if you, anyone were walking through our community today, they just could not imagine what it looks like in 1993. I have, we have pictures because our historian, Ms. Carter, has done an excellent job with that. So when we look back on the community and see it from what it is today, from what it was, we can really be thankful. So New Vision has really been at the front, trying to get the community rebuilt. And what I loved about uh, Better Housing Coalition, when they came into the community, of course, man, after they, they were the first developers in the community, we had other developers to come along in mm -hmm. 1997. But I have to give Better Housing Coalition uh, their kudos because they were, the, I say, the founding fathers. Mm -hmm. And what I've always loved about them, when they came to the community, it was not what they wanted to offer, but they first wanted to know what it was that we wanted. That was the question, what do you want? And with that, we had the option of just opening up and sharing our dreams with them and letting them know how we wanted the community to be rebuilt. And of course, you can't do all things like it was before, but if there were things that you know that you liked in the past, well, why not repeat it? Mm -hmm. you, you, it? It helped our community to be what it was back in the 50s, 60s, 70s, when our children really uh, were, they were the ones who were a part of the community and they grew and and they grew into, as I said, good citizens. Mm -hmm. The community offered that for them. There was not a lot of things going on in our community like it is today, and you know what I mean. Mm -hmm. Negative things going on, but that wasn't going on yeah. when my children were growing up. Believe it or not, they might have had one or two little fights in the community, 
but they settled that among themselves. Mm. There was no guns, there were no knives, no one beating, double banking one another. They just didn't, didn't have that kind of uh, community. And with our lives being changed now and, and seeing some new things, why would I not want to see that happen again in the community? Yeah. And I really do feel my heart go out to the young people today because some of them want to have a better life. And then you have some that don't, they want to have it, but I don't think they know how to have it. Because first of all, they have not had that kind of training in the home mm -hmm. to give them that foundation to want more or to expect more. They think that life is like it is and it doesn't have to be. Mm -hmm. So but so that's what I love about New Vision. We have we see we've seen a new community emerged. Mm -hmm. And that was our whole dream that the community would come alive again. We would have homes. Some of the homes were rehabbed, but the majority of the homes are rebuilt. And that's a plus. Mm -hmm. Just in this block alone, I think if you were to count the homes, it would be would have been like 25 structures mm -hmm. at one time in this particular block. <laughs> but we only had about four to five homes that were decent to live in. So living in an, in an environment like that, it wasn't but one recourse for me to do, to pull a civic league together so that we could get something going again. Because I love my home. Mm -hmm. I've been here for 64 years, and I don't plan to leave. And so I don't want blight all around me. I want, I like beauty. I want things to be nice. So that's why I did it. And that's why the members of New Vision did it, because they have nice homes also. In fact, you have one that lives next door to you, mm -hmm. and they take pride in their home. And so, and they, I feel, have taken pride in their community. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I wish more of the community knew um, what New Vision um, Civic League has done. Um, I know one thing that's really important to you is bringing in more neighbors into New Visions. And I know one struggle you've had is um, new neighbors maybe saying, well, I just don't have time, or this yeah. and the other. Why mm -hmm. should new neighbors get involved in New Visions and other civic associations like it? Well, we are at a point now that, as far as I'm concerned, the community belongs to them. I've had my day. I've done what I wanted to do. I will continue to support those who have come into the community, but I want them to take pride in their own community. It belongs to them. They are raising families and they have to have they have to want the best for their family like I wanted for my family. I was out there, I fought for what I wanted our family to have. And so that's why I want them to 
to buy into the community, invest in the community, and really be a part of it. And not only at this point now, not only be a part, I want them to take over. <laughs> <laughs> I want the young people to emerge and take over because I realized we are in a new span of time. Can't do things like we have done it in the past, but we need to build on the past and do better in the future. But if you never get involved, you have no right to complain. You have no right to try to move the community, because the community is not going to move. If the people of the community don't invest in it and move on that investment, it'll be stagnant. So it sounds like what you're talking about is it's easy for someone to move into the neighborhood and think very individually about my home, my life. But what you're saying is they need to care about the full community. It, the, the mind should become ours because it belongs to all of us. And we have this cliche, it takes a village to raise a child. What about the community concept? Isn't that the same thing? And New Vision's mission has always been that neighbors helping neighbors. But if, and, and then I, I remember too that there is a word that said, if you wanna have friends, you first must be, show yourself to be friendly. Huh. Well, I can't do this if we never come together and meet. I see you, you see me in passing and you don't even wave your hand. I don't know, I'm not used to that. I'm from the old school and I don't know. And even though I don't know all of the neighbors here in this particular block, I certainly would love to know them. And you have neighbors who will call you when there's two guys setting up video equipment out front of your house to say, I don't know who these men are. <laughs> who are they? <laughs> are you looking for somebody at the phone? Well, you shared a little bit about what the Civic uh, League has done. Uh, for example, taking a block of 25 houses with only four being worth living in. living in. What are some of the dreams you have looking forward? If someone's asking, well, why should I join the Civic League? Like, what is it you could do? What are some dreams you have for from here on that you think the Civic League could accomplish? Well, there's always room for improvement. Mm. And the home right across the street from me was the first home that was revitalized. And yet, if you look at it now, it needs some more revitalization. And uh, because it now has become rented property, where it was home ownership, it is now rental property. And when we started the Civic League, that was one of the main, main uh, ideas that we were trying to bring in home ownership. Mm -hmm. We were not trying to do um, apartment houses. Not a lot of, we know everybody cannot own a home, mm -hmm. so we didn't really want to do a lot of rental mm -hmm. property because we just always felt that 
they were only invested for a season. And if the time came that they need to move, they would move. But if someone would come in and be a homeowner, I feel that they would be more stabilized. Mm -hmm. And so we can see our community, New Vision still is striving to make our community better. Now we got to work on the schools. See, because we have new families coming in with children, and when their children become of school age, we don't want them to go. We want them to stay right here in the community and help to make the school, the education, the economic part. We want everything to fall in place. And if all of us do a little bit, do something, it'll help. And so we can't be at rest. Yeah. Cause the, the, well, there have been over 125 brand new homes in in the um, in our boundary area. And so we know that as the community grow, there are going to be other things that we still have to be alert about mm -hmm. and invest in it. Yeah. And that's that's one reason why the younger residents need to, they got to get involved. Mm -hmm. That's not an option. They got to get involved. Mm -hmm. And so um, I can just, the education part seems to be the main thrust now. Mm -hmm. And uh, we've been working hard and long for a new grocery store. And that's about to become a reality. So I said dreams do become a reality. And that's what, that was one of the mission of New Vision and the residents. Because we had a charrette in 2010. And that's what the residents said they wanted. They needed a grocery store. Mm -hmm. And even before that, there were there have been conversations going for the last ten years yeah. about that grocery store, and yeah. it's exciting to see that it is finally coming about. And I, right. I feel like a big part of it is the neighbors, the community standing up and saying, "This is a this need. is what we want. This is what we want." And um, I'll be so happy the day that they break ground for it. <laughs> and you know, I, we had some people who I think they're. They were getting a little leery, and they were saying, well, David, like you said, they've been saying this for over 10 years. But, you know, things do not happen mm -hmm. overnight. And you can't give up. You can't. You can't. And I never gave up. Even in some of my meetings, I was staying alone. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I told them, I said, just have patience. Just have patience. One thing at a time. One thing at a time. But we will have an grocery store and I understand it's going to be a state-of-the-art <laughs> store so um, I'm happy about it. When you think about the last 64 years living here you've seen a lot of changes in the community what's a change um, when you think about what the community is like today what's a change that you're really happy about and what's a change that you feel is, is hard and that and it makes you sad? What makes me sad because I want to be I want to be more loving 
to the people, and I want them to be more loving to me. And I've never been a person that ran from house to house, even back in the 60s and 70s. The neighbors that were here, we bonded, but we didn't run from house to house. We didn't do that. And I think we did that through our children. We bonded through our children. But they knew that if they were ever in need of anything, I was here. Mm -hmm. If I was in need of anything, they were there. And I don't know how I feel. I'm going to be frankly about it. I don't know how I feel about my neighbors. I don't know how they feel about me. I'm going to back up on that. <laughs> I know how I feel about them, but I don't know how they feel about me. And, you know, as a young person, I, you know, I, I probably would need to sit and have a conversation. What are some of the things they would want to do? Mm -hmm. Or maybe they, do they feel overpowered by me because I've been here for years and years? I don't know, I don't want them to have that impression because I'm here to be supportive of them. Mm -hmm. I've sat at the table to work with the developers and to bring in new uh, structures and so forth like that. And now they are the occupants of those mm -hmm. structures. I've done my job. Now, where does your job pick up? What's your responsibility? So that's one thing that I get sad about. Um, I, there were a lot of corner stores in the community. I never did really like that. That was all right for back in the day, as they would say. But in this day and time, I think there ought to be some, that's a teaching that you can do in the home that every little penny that you get, you go into the store two and three times a week, letting your children just run the street spending the little bit of money that they have. Now, if you had a place to go and do your shopping, go once a week, every other week. I don't go but once a month. Mm -hmm. And I think that's the concept that we are losing. And children, by them in the street all the time, just running to this little store and that little store, and Families really don't sit at tables and have meals. Mm -hmm. My children knew when meal time was. Dad is at home, Mama has already prepared for our dinner, and we all come together and sit down and eat. My children even had places at the table, and nobody was allowed to sit in that place. That's where I'm supposed to sit. I sit next to daddy or I sit next to mama or the baby girl sits here. You just, we, that's the way we brought our children up. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think that the young people, <laughs> and I'm not criticizing, but this fast food eating and yeah. I don't think that's paying off for our children. So they're going to have to learn how to get back to bases on things like that. So I'm glad that the community stores 
these corner stores are not in the community too much now because I, I don't think they serve a purpose for what I would want it to be now. There may be some that are emerging now and they are doing fresh fruits and vegetables and things like that. That's good. But if it's serving for other purposes, perpetrating what the corner stores supposed to be, then they don't need to be in the community. That's why we worked hard to get them out of our community because we knew they were generating some negative things. All the loitering around them was not good and we knew some other things were going on. Mm -hmm. So that's why we worked hard to get it out of our community. So it sounds like a core of what you've just shared, of your experience, of your personal heart, and of new visions, is that we as neighbors wouldn't just live in a community, but that we would be a community. That's what I say. Like they say, don't be, we don't want you to be only in the community, you need to be of the community. And that's what, that's what it's all about. That's what life is all about. You're going to be part of it. And you have something to give to the community. Why not share it? If you had somebody move into the neighborhood tomorrow, uh -huh. what would you want them to know? Well, <laughs> you know I have to really push specifically. Mm -hmm. <laughs> One thing I would want them to know that uh, I'd love for you to visit one of the meetings, get to know the neighbors. And then in the meetings, that's where we learn a lot about each other. And I have one or two that have already moved into the community and very young. And that's the first thing, they found me. They, uh, they were recommended to find Mrs. Thompson. That's what they did. and. They just love it. So I think they're missing a blessing when they don't come at least to one meeting to get to know the members of the Civic League. Because then they know this is my supporting group here. Yeah. yeah. And it's like a family. You know that for, mm -hmm. for yourself. We are like a family. And that's good. And as families, we can play together. We can fellowship together. We can learn together. We can be that resource for one another. But we just got to get to that point, to know each other. And so that's what I would want a new person to come. Please come to one civic yeah. meeting so you can meet your, your family members. I'll put it like that. It's kind of like when you're a new person in a community, you, you have a responsibility to find out and meet who's been around and who's involved. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, for those that like to pray, what are some things that um, people can be praying about for uh, what you've been sharing for this community for New Visions? I would suggest that develop a prayer life. First of all, you want God to do something for you as an individual because if you turn the spotlight on yourself first, then you are able to generate your life. But you can't do anything if your life is 
is not together, you don't really have that trust and that belief of what you can do, then you really can't be a, a source to anybody else. But I say it like this, if you know who you are and whose you are, you're, you're on the right footing. And then you can move, you can let your light shine that it can be a blessing for others. And that's all I want to do. So I want, I always look to God to, through the Holy Spirit, straighten me out. Because if I'm right, then I can move. But I can't do a thing if I know that my life is not the way it ought to be. And I don't feel good about myself in doing because I, I really want to be a light for others. Yeah. But I don't want to be that that light is dim. Mm -hmm. And so, and I, and, and I could desire everybody to develop a prayer life for yourself. Mm -hmm. So you can, so God can tell you what to do. We all have gifts that he gives us, mm -hmm. but you'll never know them if you don't spend some time in prayer. Mm -hmm. And that's what I love about the new vision. And I always told God about that. I said, anything that I am involved in, I would not be ashamed to let you lead us and guide us. Mm -hmm. And I'm glad that the type of navels that we have they are receptive of that. Yeah. Because if they were not, I don't think I could lead them. Mm -hmm. I, I just could not. Yeah. I, I, I want to be open and I want to respect people's wishes and all like that. But by the same token, they have to respect how I feel too. Mm -hmm. But I'm glad that it worked out that all of the members we have a chaplain, and she brings wonderful meditations, and, and then she prays over us, and I think that's why we have been successful. Mm -hmm. Not no think, I know, <laughs> I know, <laughs> I know. Yeah. That's why we have been successful. Mm -hmm. If it had not been for that, mm -hmm. it, it just would not be. And I think if, if I count the years in 2018, I think New Vision will be 25 years old. Mm -hmm. And that's a powerful thing in and of itself. It? And it's remained, and mm -hmm. you guys have remained faithful to this community. Mm -hmm. um, 25 years, 25 years. So we got to think about doing some type of celebration <laughs> in 2018. Big party. Yeah, we got to do something. Yeah. Ms. Thompson, I, I just, I want to thank you, one, for letting me have a chance to just sit on me. Got to get it. <laughs> uh, I'm just really thankful that you uh, have given me time just to sit on your porch. But even more, I'm thankful for your faithful commitment to this community. For 64 mm -hmm. years, you've remained. Um, and I'm thankful for your nearly 25 years serving this community through New Visions. Even when you were ready to hand the torch, you've remained um, and stood yeah. strong. And I, I just really appreciate that. I'm going to be here. I'm going to be here. Um, one time, uh, a gentleman told me, he said, Miss Thompson, he said, 
I'm finding out what you are all about. And I said, well, what is that? <laughs> <laughs> he said, you are a pioneer. I said, well, talking about pioneer, are you talking about going places where others don't want to go? I said, well, I'll go. I said, but there are some things I will do and then I'll move on. I said, but as far as my Civic League, I'll be with them forever. Because I really, I'm really in wholeheartedly invested in that. And, and I, I just have so many dreams for the community. And, and I feel happy. One time I used to be worried, but I feel happy now. Because I feel some things are happening. And like you say, we have to be just be patient. Mm. And all that I've talked about today, you know what? It's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. It may be tomorrow, maybe next year. I don't know when, but it's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. And I'm gonna be standing right on the sideline, smiling, <laughs> and in my heart I'll be saying, <laughs> it's going to happen. It's going to happen. What you really know about freedom? What you really know about burdens being lifted? Take a little moment just to breathe.